What's up, everybody? On today's episode of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast, is it okay to use your money and influence to get your kid into college? Would you do that for your kid? Would you do anything you could for your kid, even though your kid is either dumb or not talented? Nope. All this and more on today's episode of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. Pew, 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 pew. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to episode 123. I believe of the hashtag Blackout Podcast. I'm Jared. I don't think we got that many Spanish listeners, but what's up, people? It's Jay. Oh, we got we we have all of the the uh, Latin American communities listening into our episodes just for that first ten seconds of me trying to say the number in Spanish. Anyway, yeah, welcome back to and the show. Click off, friends, <laughs> and then they click off. Right? Yeah, that's like the ten seconds they listen to now. Welcome back, friends, family, Romans, countrymen, and all the people who don't know us. New listeners, welcome. Returning listeners, welcome back. As our boy people John say, hey. accidentally stop by, welcome. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's welcome, what that should welcome, be right. Welcome. welcome back. All right. What's up, man? Yeah. How was uh? How was your week? I bet I know how you. What you gonna say? Yeah. I mean, it's the same same answer every week. It was busy, but I got to have a three day weekend. As uh, many people know, we record on Sundays, so I got Friday off. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And of course, you hear nice. my loud ass kids in the background. Uh, nice, but yeah, uh, you know, my wife went out of town visit her best friend. They supposed was supposed to have a class reunion this weekend, but they both opted out of that and said, "Screw it, I'm mm. just we just gonna hang out together." Uh, That's cool. So yeah, while she's out of town, I'm chilling with the kids, man. So we just been doing nice. practically everything. Took them to Dave and Buster's on Friday. Let them. Nice. Chill and play games and all that other good stuff. And yeah. Then uh, what did we do yesterday? Oh, took one of them to the mall. Let him pick out some kicks. I should have got kicks for both of them, but you know what nice. else? Uh, that went to see Lego Movie Two. Ordered pizza, which completely screwed up my whole little workout regime <laughs> diet Man. plan. <laughs> mess me up for for a little bit so i gotta get back on the grind yeah, this week yep but yeah that's about it wife's coming back today wow. so we just we just been chilling the whole weekend man that's about it how about yeah. you while while the mama's away kids the will get into will mischief <laughs> yeah that's cool that's cool yeah man uh just a busy week uh, as well just work just sort of kick my tail um actually started football practice uh for the fall flag football season for my son so we're gonna have two practices we only end up having one uh because uh between tuesday and the thursday practice we're gonna have it snowed a few inches and by the time you know thursday afternoon rolled around uh it was still covering the practice field so i was like nah we ain't practicing that canceled so our first game is a week from today so we still have two days this week to practice and I'll tell you, my team is like uh, 90% new, so this is going to be fun. Um, but the good thing is the boys on the team, um, you know, boys. I think all the boys on the team have actually played 
uh, before multiple times. So I think it's just getting my system down, uh, you know, pretty quickly, which is going to be easy for them because I, I sort of like, I do like a color by number play scheme. So basically, you know, I show them a chart a diagram for each play and I'm like, you know, I call their, their color or their number, or whatever, or their, their, um, their position, give them their route mm-hmm. or the run or whatever it is. And, and, and they do it. It's, it's fairly simple. So it worked last year. So hopefully it'll work like that this year. So, other than that, though, man, nah, just busy. Um, you know, just just busy. There's there's a uh, you know one thing I do want to say. Uh, you know, take care of your skin, whether you're black, white, Mexican, you know, Asian, uh, uh, you know, whatever whatever race or nationality you are. You know, definitely make sure to take care of your skin. Wear lotion, wear sunscreen, all that stuff. Um, uh, just because. You know, I had some family that was uh, that was affected by sun damage to their skin, um, and and yeah, man, it's a it's a real thing, I guess. Long term sun damage, either working outside or you know going to lay out by the pool or whatever it is, you know, not taking care of your skin uh, could really lead to some you know to some things that you don't want. Uh, even though freckles are cute, apparently freckles are because of sun damage. Um, He'll take uh, care of your so, body, period. <laughs> yeah, yeah, take care of your body, period. So, yeah, that's just a PSA. So, yeah. I'm just saying that because you don't want uh, a lump scraped out of your face. Let's just say that. Yes, uh, indeed. Uh, so, yeah, man, other than that, man, is is just a, a wild week at work, super busy, um, wild week at home. I'm going to tell you what, man, my daughter, my daughter, I think she's a budding fashion model hmm. because... So, you know, a lot of kids want, you know, like toys and games and stuff like that for Christmas. The thing that she wanted was a sewing machine and sewing lessons. So, um, you know, my, my mother-in-law and us sort of teamed up to get, you know, her those. Got her like a super basic sewing machine mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, and also lessons at Joann's, which is like a pretty cheap place. Uh, at, you know, some Joann's or some what was it oh it was some other kind of quilting place i guess uh you know fabric place but so let's see over the past couple weeks she's made basically a skirt um with i don't know with all kinds of like embellishment and bows on them Mm -hmm. um that is like fit to wear to school like it's it's not just like a regular skirt but yeah almost like a full-length skirt uh and then yesterday you know as i was putting her to bed i didn't see that she brought home from her lesson a sundress completely finished sundress it's like a tie-dye color it's pretty cool i was like hold on what is this is this new she's like yes my sundress i was like when did you buy that get it for your birthday she's like no i made that today it's like what so (laughs) you know hey man i know she talked about like she's talked before about being like a i don't know like a doctor or some kind or you know some kind of like veterinarian but i'm like nah this is your lane girl you're a you're a creative and so her next uh her next sort of accomplishment she wants to do is a shirt she wants to learn how to make a t-shirt so mm-hmm. i'm sure that's the next thing she'll make and yeah go from there so like hey honey can you make me some nikes i mean right dog just give me them new jays i'll get you the fabric no, but you know it's it's interesting because there's all these like random kid kidpreneurs out here, 
Mm-hmm. Shoot, if she wants to, man, she can start making little tiny things for kids and sell them and oh, yeah. probably do well. And, and it's funny because I, I took some hooks rub, obviously, to the farmer's market last year. She's talked about making things herself and having her own booth. So, um, cool. you know, you speak it into existence, it may just happen. So may just happen. may just happen. But other than that, crazy week. Uh, and, yeah, we... Finally, uh, finally released episode 122. You was conceived at Freaknik, and that's out there for y'all to listen to right now. It's got R. Kelly on the front, pointing toward the screen during his interview with Gail King, and he's talking about he's a dad. He just wants a relationship with his kids, but we all know R. Kelly. You, you don't even know your kids, nah. You know your kids, but I don't think your kids actually want that much to do with you. So. All that being said, voicemails, voicemails. We got some voicemails. Got some voicemails this week. Uh, Jay, why don't you tell the people where they can uh, find us and leave a voicemail for? All right, people, 385-325-2572 or 325-385, people, 385-325-2572. That's 385-3-B-L-A-K-P-C got it good there you go got it good all right so let's see here we know we got at least one oh wait we may have more than one from our memphis correspondent kayla stevenson so let's go ahead and listen up to the first one three two what's up y'all it's memphis diva 99 kayla ak fonzie k your memphis correspondent Y'all, I'm so sick of hearing about Juicy Smollett and Robert Kelly. I'm just over it, okay? Robert, you are a pedophile, okay? You pay people, uh, parents, so you can come uh, have sex with their daughters or whatever. I don't know. I don't care. I'm sick of hearing about this bullshitty. I'm sick of it. Uh, what else I got to tell y'all? Um... Uh, I'm single, like super single now. <laughs> yeah, me and my friend, we, you know, kind of stopped seeing each other in October. And uh, he just couldn't give me the time. So in January, you know, before the new year came, I said, you know what? Let's just be friends. Because if you cannot give me the time, you know, it's, it's worthless. So, yeah, yeah, it's uh, interesting, and just found out I have lots of admirers. Uh, that's what my friend girl said. She said, you got a lot of admirers. And I was like, hell, I, I ain't been paying any man no attention. Uh, have them marry anyway, so ain't uh, nothing. You sure can't give me no time. So, and yesterday, uh, we had, a, we had a, like a tornado, but it wasn't on the news. And uh, the wind was so strong that it knocked me down mm. in the parking lot. And now mm. I have a bruise on my left wrist and a bruise on my knee. And I'm a, I'm a light-skinned person, so you know how it looks like somebody's been beating on me. Yeah. Okay, well, I gotta go. I'll call y'all back in a little bit. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> wow. That sucks. Thanks for that one. Well, um... Hopefully you're recovering from that, Kayla. I guess this was, what, like a, a little over... Let's see when this voicemail came in. 
Yeah, it was about a week ago. So, um, actually, it was exactly a week ago. Uh, uh, so, yeah, hopefully, you know, you're recovering from that. Um, and yeah, man, super single, super single. Can't give her the time. So, you know, I mean, I know we both had to rem- reminisce back to our dating life mm-hmm. as far as like, you know, as far as like, I don't know what it took to give the time, but really, I think this day and age, dating is way different than it was back yeah. then. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, sure is, man. Yeah. I can't even tell you yeah. the last time me and my wife been on a date. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to think, man. I mean, right now, yeah, it is, it's rough when you have kids mm-hmm. uh, and all these other obligations, obviously, that... Um, Excuse me, that affect the time that you get to have together. But then, yeah, when you're dating, it's one of those things, man. You have, you know, you obviously have to make sort of a conscious decision um, to constantly make time, find time, right. you know, for that for that person, whoever that is. Um, uh, you know, you 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 always. It, it's funny because when you're dating somebody, you know, where's your schedule is normally, you know, A B C. When you're when you're all of a sudden dating somebody, as I as I remember, you know, you your schedule stayed A B C, but then you dropped you decided to drop some, you know, D's B's or C's L's G's all up in there as well, just to be able to find some time to spend with that person. Right. And the reality is, if that person can't find this find the time to spend with you, if you can't find the time to spend with that person, whatever it is, maybe it's just not meant to be at all, or maybe just not right now. Yeah. If they can't find the time for you, then, then you got to got to cut them loose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm, it's a lot of factors in that, of course. But yeah, it's uh, that would just have to be something. Uh, well, I mean, of course, what's done is done. But communication is the big, the big thing. So yeah, that's the big Truth. thing. You got to communicate. See how you guys can spend time together what you guys can do this that and the third but yeah it's it's a lot it takes a lot True. these days to even get you know even have some type of time because this world is just going moving at an incredible pace and you got jobs you got this and this and that and the third that you you know committed to like you said but mm-hmm. yeah there's somebody out there for you Kayla yeah, it's so crazy. So crazy. There is somebody. There is somebody for everybody. So that person's out there. Yeah, for you. yeah. It's a crazy thing. I thought. I thought about it the other day. I saw this because uh, I know she rides bikes, and I saw this couple the other day. Each of them had a a bike. Well, no, it was a man and a woman. Black black couple. You know, they both had their motorcycle gear on. You know, so I'm sure they were riding. It was a beautiful day outside, so I'm sure they were together riding. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. nice. You know, you're going to find your rider, Kayla. You're going to find sure. your rider. Never you will, know. You will. So, so, let's see here. So, she sent us one voicemail that I'm going to just hold on to because uh, I think we're going to talk about this topic later on. Uh, so, I'll just skip to the next one. We'll, we'll bring that one back. So, on to the next. Memphis, Tennessee. I am just 
calling in to see how y'all doing. I messed around and looked at the news and saw how the guy in New Zealand shot up the people in the mosque. Mm -hmm. And then I seen him live and just shooting people in the head. Just, oh my God. What's up with these gun laws? I, I don't understand. I worry about stuff like that for real. I worry about going to get some chicken or some ribs and somebody just shooting up the damn place. And mm -hmm. so I just worry about that. I do, I do. Mm -hmm. Ever since 911, I swear I said if I ever have to uh, get in the building where there are many, many elevator floors up, I was bringing some chains. And I was going to wrap them around the desk and just jump out the window with my chains and do some scatter. And I don't know. It sounds funny, but I'm, I'm like dead serious. So yeah. I guess I'll talk to y'all later. I'll talk to y'all about the cougarism that I'm going through <laughs> later. Okay, bye-bye. I know that's coming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. Man, just like she says, that's... It's crazy. I, I saw this story. You know, I saw the story. We talked about this offline before we started the show. Um, yeah, some crazy gunman, white supremacist in New Zealand, uh, uh, you know, started opening fire in a mosque, um, right. you know, screaming racist, you know, racial, racial slurs and stuff. So I guess America, I mean, it's not just us. You know what I'm saying? It's out there in the world. If you have been living under a rock, you know, the past... I don't know, 30 years, <laughs> and and don't realize, uh, you know, that this is still out in the rest of the world, too. It's not just us, but, yeah, that's wild, and, and um, you know, prayers go out, you know. Um, uh, Maybe we should just build a big, family, so. big, huge wall around Australia. Maybe that. Maybe we should. I mean, maybe yeah, we should or build New Zealand. A, <laughs> New Zealand, I know what you mean. Yeah, maybe we should uh, build a wall around every every country then, so that everybody yeah. just stays in. I mean, the logic absolutely works for Trump. So, yeah, for sure. But he'll make he'll make Mexico pay for it if it's up to him. Yeah, we'll for build around New Zealand, have Mexico make pay for it. There you go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so I don't. It's 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 highly unfortunate, you know. Making light of the situation, it's still highly unfortunate, you know. Yeah. That there's people out there that will do stuff like this. Like it doesn't make sense. Just like Kayla said, she, it's it's hard to understand, hard to predict. And yeah, there are times where you do, you know, sort of get freaked out for yourself or for your families, just mm -hmm. doing everyday things, because you never know when somebody crazy is gonna snap. Never know, man. Um, or, or you don't know who is brew, you know, who's sitting there like brewing. You know these thoughts in their heads so yeah so thoughts and prayers out to those families out there um and it was interesting as we were talking about this uh i, I saw an article a, a story about a an australian senator who was um or maybe it's a new zealand senator i can't remember off top now that i'm thinking about it, but who was basically commenting on the whole situation uh and he you know, was saying something about it's their immigration laws that allow allowed for this to happen, allowed for this terrorist attack to happen. Now, mind you, uh -huh. the people who were white people of New Zealand, um, you know, it was not a kids in a classroom. It was not a you know a situation like like most other 
um, uh, most of these terrorist acts are. It was people in a mosque. So it's sort of like reverse, right? Like it was reverse of what you would normally think. You would think, right? Um, so as this guy is doing an interview, just live on TV, you see a kid, they call him Egg Boy, rolls up. He's a teenager, rolls up behind him with, uh, you know, doing like a Facebook live post or something like that, Instagram live post, and smacks him on the back of the head with an egg. In which the senator turned around, hit the kid a couple of times, and then, um, you know, like punched him a couple of times, and then, uh, and then, uh, you know, the kid was subdued by the guy's supporters. So I'm sort of thinking that's how it would go, like if somebody came and smacked the egg on the side of Trump's head, you know, like all of his supporters would like come and tackle the kid, but you know, you'd still be sort of a hero. So, so, um, yeah, man, I, uh, I saw that happen, and, and it's, it's sort of weird that, that this Australian senator would say something like this, you know, you're supposed to be for the people, regardless of the situation, but in this side, you're on the wrong side of for the people. Right. And there's kids who, people who are praising this kid for what he did, so, so, good for Good that on kid. him. Good on him. Yeah, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So, anyway, um, yeah. Sad, sad. Here we go. On to the next. So yeah. So Memphis Diva was talking about her her um, her cougarism. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, her birthday was this week, like we said last week. It was this past week. So yeah. So that's probably what she was talking about there. So I don't know if we're gonna get to that in this voicemail, but we'll see. Yo, it's me, Memphis Diva ninety nine. You remember my book that I had called Monday Mornings? Uh, a mm-hmm. couple laughter. Mm-hmm. Well, lately I've been going through a couple shit at work. We got this new manager, and she's an asshole. And she's a fat weevil wobble. <laughs> What's she, she called? She just called the division at work. The weevil wobble. Man, she didn't promote somebody that's only been there three years, and wow. I've been here nine. They keep my supervisors out of meetings. On an option for you to move to, to, to transfer that might be the best bet because it sounds like this person is clown shoes and what I mean by clown shoes she don't know what the heck she's doing you know it's always like a circus show whenever this person shows up in the room uh, yeah you know and not getting not getting uh, what is it not getting recognized for your work sucks so 
Yeah. Gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, it does suck. I know. I'm pretty sure we've a lot of us has be, have been through that. Um, I know I have. You know. But yeah. yeah, I mean, if you got the opportunity to get something better, or mm-hmm. you know, go for it. If not, just do the best you can. Try not to curse nobody out. Keep your job. Mm-hmm. You know, there you go. Yeah. 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 Or you could be like Scarface on uh, on uh, Half Baked and throw a burger at yeah. somebody's face as you walk out the door. So, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> wow, that sucks. But yeah, it sounds like that lady crazy. Uh, and is disruptive and I know sometimes there are companies that hire people to be disruptive on purpose you know to to try to change the culture for whatever reason Um, Mm -hmm. so hopefully that's not the case in this situation hope you just got one bad apple but if it's an opportunity for you to move that you can move to a different location within that job and, and you know still keep all the benefits and everything else that you've been able to 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 Gone over the past, what you say, nine years, then, then, yeah, definitely do what's right for you. Um, mm-hmm. Or maybe find some way to get Fat Albert's sister up out of the paint. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get yeah. him out of there. For sure. Wow. All right. Next up. This was from today, I think. Or yesterday. Hey, y'all. It's y'all, Mrs. Tennessee correspondent, Mrs. Diva 99, and I'm coming to you. I'm on my way to Huntsville, Alabama, to a motorcycle event, and me and Ryder Pearl are gonna take some t-shirts. But I was talking to one of my friend girls, and she said, I have a lot of admirers. And I was like, huh? What? And she was like, you never pay them any attention. She was like, you just kind of laugh and speak and whatever. She said, you have several male admirers. Get the fuck off my bumper, bitch. Sounds like you might have found a way to solve your super single problem that you got yes, going indeed. on. Yes, indeed. I was just gonna say that. 
you need to, you need your friend to come up off that info. Yeah. Or open your eyes. Either one. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's the case because you know when you're when you have admirers, right? You never uh, know. It's yeah. one of those things. Yeah, you never really know. Um, you're not you're not particularly. Maybe you're not necessarily particularly seeking that person. Maybe it's one of your friends. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's an acquaintance. Maybe you know it, it, it's it's definitely somebody who knows you and who you're around enough to admire you, um, and and probably also people at some of these events that you go to. So so. Yeah, so you need your friend to come up off that information. Like, if they're a friend friend, they're a real, real friend, then they'll tell you who it is. Unless sure. unless they have made a pact with the person to keep it a secret. Um, but, yeah, that was that was funny. Hopefully that lady got up off your bumper. Um, gave them the finger. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That was great. Very interesting. Open your eyes. Great. Maybe maybe it's somebody who's been sitting in front of you the whole time. Maybe it was your friend. Yep. Right if under that was your a girl. nose. Right under your nose. Right yep. under your nose. Wow. Well, thank you for all those voicemails. We know you have one more that you put in, so we can hold on to that one. Uh, as we start to talk about this next this next story. So, Jay, I know you, you sort of wanted to bring this topic um about the stuff with the universities, so speak on Yeah, uh, I mean, of course, uh, I'm sure everybody is, like, known about it right now, or does know about it right now, like, uh, Lori Laughlin and, uh, what is that other woman name, I'm trying to look through this crap again, Felicity. Uh, yeah, there you go, that lady, so, they are two of from what I remember upwards of 50 people if I'm not mistaken that have like tried to buy their kids into college or is that the correct word buy their kids into college well I guess we're all pretty much kind of buying our kids but they're bribing them I guess with a lot more money to get their kids accepted into college um what was their thing? Five hundred thousand dollars, if I'm not mistaken. Four hundred thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah, Laughlin did that, I believe, about uh, five hundred thousand dollars. It's between, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's just for the one daughter or if it's for both of her daughters. Uh, but yeah, several other kids, several other people, you know, millions of dollars, millions and millions of dollars combined. Like it's crazy. Yeah, but you know, that's the whole fiasco. There, they are getting those two for sure are getting in trouble along with the other people that have uh did the same thing you know it's uh Mm -hmm. it's pretty terrible Uh, i just recently read that uh, a student who had a 4.2 grade point average could not get admitted in the school because of something like because of you know actions like this from uh the scandal these parents yeah 4.2 4.2 grade point average and can't get into the college they want to so you know it just got me got me thinking about my my college days and all that other stuff i definitely i know my parents couldn't buy me into college <laughs> definitely yeah, no, know that. same um you same. know same with you as well um but yeah, yeah man well what do you think about this how i'm sure you went to tcu so 
Yeah, I went to I went to an expensive school, and yeah, my parents my parents were trying to get me to not go to that school after like the first yeah. year because they're like, nah, this ain't this ain't cheap. But uh, to be honest, man, it's 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 wild because uh, uh, you know my school is super 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 expensive, I guess, and now it's way more than it really was um, mm. comparatively. And hold on a second. I think my laptop's talking to me. Sorry about that. Let me turn this down. Um, but all this being said, I knew several kids who were there who were family members of rich people or or their family, you know, was, was overly rich, you know, and, and I think every college has that for sure. Yeah. But I actually went on a, I don't know if you remember that TV show, that dating show on MTV called Singled Out. But yeah. it was way back in the day. But uh, or maybe it was on not on MTV, it was on something else. But we had our own version of Singled Out on campus. They just sort of did like a little like a silly mock up, and it was part of student services. And I was actually the guy who, you know, was picking the dates or whatever. So the girl that won the date was the granddaughter of the people who make Klondike bars. Nice, <laughs> Klondike bars. I'm not saying, yeah, right. I'm not saying that you know that that her family was caught up in this situation, um, you know, but because she seemed like an intelligent girl, wow. but you know, I mean, families like that, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I know that back in the day when George Washington, or not George Washington, but uh, George Bush's daughters were caught up with the uh, and sort of like the drinking or whatever scandal, like underage drinking scandal, that happened at a TCU party. Um, mm-hmm. So it was it, it's interesting because you know a lot of people like that. Like rolled up, you know, either rolled up to campus because they had friends there, or they were a part of our campus. But I wouldn't be surprised if there were people out there, uh, uh, you know, that I went to school with. Shoot, that all of us went to school with that had some kind of back end way to get in. Uh, mm-hmm. School, the schools that these people that, that these people were alleged to have their kids, you know, gotten into were were like big, super big expensive big or. Yeah, super expensive or or US, Ivy USC, League, UCLA, mm-hmm. Stanford. Man, I'm gonna tell you, man. I don't know how much it is right now, but I remember back when I was about to go to college, USC was was USC University of Southern California was one of the options, you know, that sent me like a card in the mail type of thing, and I looked into it. I had a I had a classmate that actually got a full ride scholarship there, uh, mm-hmm. academically. Um, because of like the decathlon team or whatever, yeah. and USC back then was forty thousand dollars a year. No, we... back mm-hmm. that was twenty years ago. Forty thousand dollars? Wow! So who imagine what it is now? Anyway, so yeah, so places like Georgetown, Yale, Princeton, um, uh, San Diego University, uh, uh, Stanford is one of them. Mm-hmm. So. You know, several like you know, high class schools. There, there's many others as well. But yeah, so basically, this former, the school's Georgetown University's tennis coach um, was was accused of accepting bribes from parents uh, to be able to get them in. Um, uh, let's see here, and then also, I believe it was a soccer coach uh, who was at Yale was helping parents do like photo or not not photoshopped, but. Um, Stage photos of their kids playing a sport. So like one was water polo, like one was soccer. You know, like like whatever it is, their kid is sort of staged, like Hollywood stage photos. And they they actually have 
actually have notes and voicemails and texts saying, okay, send them to the Hollywood studio, blah, blah, blah. We'll come and shoot at this time, you know? And apparently what this did was they, they used these photos and they used other like sort of, sort of made up information. They made up a whole website and world around these kids that said that they were a potential college recruit. You know, they were, they were a, a, you know, athlete for whatever, you know, whatever kind of athlete they were that that is that was the way that you know they were getting recruited or sought after to go to school here uh school there and you know they get a scholarship basically and this guy would basically mm-hmm. pay or i guess they would pay this guy you know hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars to get their kids into these schools um pay these guys that so it's crazy man uh-uh. and i saw from that that soccer coach he said i created an avenue i created a portal for these you know, for these rich kids and rich families to get into school, and not just the one, not just the one kid, but sort of generally, generationally, get into you know higher level colleges with no with no business to be there. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't, I, I think Lori Laughlin's child was not like academically smart enough to get into the school. You know what I'm right. saying? Right, right, right. Um, and she was not an athlete at all. She's she's a model, uh, uh, which she was a model for Sephora, which Sephora dropped her. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Lori Laughlin, you know our old aunt Becky that we loved so much back in the day from Full House. She was charged. Felicity Huffman from from mm. uh, Desperate Housewives was charged. Mm. You know William H Macy is Felicity Huffman's husband. Huffman's husband. Inch. But apparently he Husband's wasn't charged husband. for some reason. Yeah, Felicity Huffman's husband. Oh, I thought you say husband's husband. I was like, wait, how does that work? I, I did. I did. My, my, I couldn't. I was messing up. Well, I yeah. Couldn't yeah. get the, 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 the B's and the S's. Ah, well, interesting. 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 Yeah. Wow. The Look privilege. at this. So, Georgetown. Yeah, so Georgetown's tennis team. Uh, tennis team's coach. Apparently, Georgetown knew about the scam um, mm-hmm. and just didn't say anything uh, for a long time. So this guy, uh, Gordon Ernst, um, let's see, Gordon Ernst accepted more than $2.7 million in bribes from 2018, or excuse me, from 2012 to 2018. And he designated at least 12 applicants as recruits for Georgetown's tennis team, including someone who did not play tennis competitively, thereby facilitating their admission to Georgetown. Um, Yeah, so what happened was these kids would get into school and he would call them an athlete, right? And he'd get them them a a, um, scholarship and then they basically wouldn't play on the team, even though they'd be listed on the team. And the kids knew about it too. This is the thing. The kids knew about it too. Because if you look at Lori Laughlin's daughter, she would do like Instagram and Facebook posts about she's excited because it's game day or she couldn't wait for game day. You know what I'm saying? But she never played. She right. never played a minute. She's excited to watch. <laughs> That's what wow. she's excited to. It's game day because man. she wants to watch. It's crazy, man. You think about some of the things. I, there was this there was this girl that we went to school with. This black girl we went to school with, she was, I can't remember, I can't remember what year this was, I just remember she got, like, a brand spanking new, like, Lexus, like, 
LS when it came out. And that was like as her birthday present. We're like, wow. You know, they're freaking rich. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, back in the day, that's what you think, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I knew this girl from school or whatever, uh, uh, just more acquaintance than anything. But, you know, you think back these days, you know, her and her family, I don't know what her family did, uh, but, you know, other families there and all the kids who have like the most, like those expensive cars, like the Range Rovers, like the Lexuses, you know, um, uh, there was a kid with a Porsche, a kid with an Audi TT, multiple of those that I, that I knew, you know what I'm saying? You think about those kids and you think about this situation you're like how far back does this actually reach you know oh it's man wild. i'm sure it goes it's back a, a ways man well speaking of cheating <laughs> i don't know when i saw this i was looking online and somebody asked the question uh, i'm trying to remember where it was i think it was hot nine seven said thinking back on it uh what was the the most successful cheat scam you ever pulled off? Can you think about wow. it? Going all the way back to like elementary most, or something? The most successful cheat scam? Did you Man, cheat? Have you cheated question. in school? I mean, I probably, I probably did. I probably either looked at a, a, a classmate's paper or we exchanged, you know, we exchanged like signals or whatever. Um. Wow, I don't know. I have to think about that. What about you, man? Right when he said that, all these memories start <laughs> coming back to me. Michelle. All these memories, Jay. All these man, memories, bruh. We were like, <laughs> we were the the most elite cheating <laughs> kids. We had we had so many schemes and scams. Like I can remember Jeez. going all the way back to like maybe junior high. <clears throat> Some of us would used to write the answers on the back of the desk of the person in front of us, you know, just with like mm-hmm. a pencil. That way, we, you know, we could reference yeah. whatever. And our our teachers didn't look around. There was no, of course, there's no cell phones to pass notes or send texts to people or anything like. They got it mm-hmm. so easy today. Uh, we did that. I would. There's one time I, I wrote the answers on my forearm. Um, yeah. Of course, I had like a, a long sleeve shirt on, but I, I wrote the answers on my forearm, on the inside of my hand. Uh, wow. It even put it put a piece of tape on the side of my shoe and wrote the answers on that. You know, and you kind of like cross your leg, kind of like put it up and cross your leg, something like that. Of course, there's been the, you know, passing papers and looking at, at other kids' uh, tests and stuff like that. But yeah, man, it was, it was so much so much so much cheating going on you know yeah I, i'm not gonna say it made me a bad person I, hell, even to this day we got to take like yearly yearly uh what do you call them things uh training training exams at our job <laughs> i cheat on oh, yeah? those things too <laughs> why <laughs> i cheat on those because they're like 50 minute long videos you gotta yeah, sometimes sit you can do that though and it's not a problem yeah, uh, sometimes, yeah I mean, sometimes you can do that. You and could it's do not that. a problem. So you could do that. I mean, but still, I I couldn't tell you what's right or wrong at my job anyway. So yeah, whatever. yeah. I mean, yeah, it just brought me back to the good old days of like cheating. There is it. I don't even know if I talked about this one time. It was me and one of my good friends. Uh, mm-hmm. we had 
uh, I think we kind of we stayed. I'm trying to remember exactly. We stayed behind in class. Like our class was letting out. The teacher went out to go use the restroom as well. All the kids left, and it was just uh-huh. uh, me and him. We were packing up to leave, and then he was like, "My friend's like, hold on, stand by the door." So I stood by the door. He went into the teacher's grade book, changed his answers. Then he went into the teacher's computer, <laughs> changed the answers. Not the answers, but changed his grade up uh-huh. in there. Damn, what are you listening to? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, changed his grade in there. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, it was good times, man. Good times. Wow. Going into the grade book and changing the grade. Now that, that's, got, that's some balls right there. That's some yeah. balls. Yeah. You know? There's a couple of, like, I mean, depending on the situation, you know, if you just think about this just on a regular everyday, you know, depending on the situation, if the teacher is in the room, you know, is Mm -hmm. one thing, you never know when that teacher's going to turn around or or see you, whatever. The teacher's out of the room, walking to talk to another teacher or doing, running an errand for whatever reason during the test uh, or, or, you know, not during the test, whatever, just, just regular Mm -hmm. day, you know, for a kid to go change a grade. Um... Yeah, that's another thing because you don't even know when that teacher's gonna show back up. But yeah, yeah. man, that's that's yeah. some big balls right there. There's, that's there's wild. also been. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. No, that's yeah, all I was gonna that's, say. That's it, man. Oh, I mean, it's uh, there's also been times uh, like I can remember like test day. We knew there was a test coming up, but of course nobody knew what was mm-hmm. exactly on it. We just had like an idea what to study. We go mm-hmm. in. And for some reason, some of the sometimes the teachers would have the, the tests already like on their desk with the answer sheets. Wow. And and a lot of times like maybe and one kid, maybe maybe yeah, we go ahead and get a gl- a glimpse of what's gonna be on the test, get a glimpse of the answers. Mm-hmm. That way we could we could kinda get a head starter as to what uh what we needed to quickly like review. Especially if it yeah, was like a multiple yeah. choice test or something like that, man. Ah, the good old days, dude. I do remember. I do remember a couple of those times where, yeah, the teacher had their scantron laying out. You know what I'm saying? Or, or they had the test right there, uh, laying on their desk, and you know, happen to walk by and see it. You know what I'm saying? I do remember those times and trying to take some photographic pics with my with my eyeballs, uh, uh, but. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's it's it's. I'm trying to think. I can't think of. I can't think of that right now. I didn't have many situations in class where I, where I like notably remember, like scheming and planning on cheating. But I know I know it happened. Sometimes you got to do it. Man. Sometimes you have to do it. Yeah, you're right. There are work tests. You know, there are work tests in which you cheat as well. Yeah, I mean, it's not I, a I big cheat. That, it doesn't yeah, affect me. Ours are, Ours are basically open book. I know that. Um, yeah. Wow. I'm trying to think. I can't. I don't know. I'll think about it. I'll, I'll, I'll come up with something later. This whole cheating scandal got me messed up. So, so <laughs> let's see here. So, wait. We forgot. Okay. We forgot Memphis Diva's voice message because she was going to talk about this. So, here we go. We'll listen to this real fast and then we'll get back. Hey, y'all. It's me, Memphis Diva. You're Tennessee, Memphis, Memphis, Tennessee correspondent. March 11th, I turned 49. Yes. 
Here's a question for you. Yeah, so yeah. I read this article. Uh, it says, I completed my son's college applications just to learn he didn't want to go to college. Mm-hmm. Would you would you force your kids to go to college? Um I mean I'm sure a, like a lot of parents we we would like our kids to have a higher education, yeah. but would you force them to to go? Forcing them this this is the thing, man. Forcing them in this day and age, I would say no. <clears throat> Forcing them in the day and age when we came out of high school mm-hmm. and before is more like a yes. Because back then, the, the I guess you would call it this, back then the narrative of companies, you know, of hiring companies right, was right. if you have a college degree in this subject and some other subject, right. that, that, that would get you hired, you know, at a better at better pay and a lot sooner than somebody without a college degree, bachelor's or higher, or even even uh, in in some cases, you know, uh, and and associates, I guess. So, and also it would get you hired over people with some college that did not graduate. So back then, that was a thing where that's what you had to do. You went to high school, you know, you made sure you did you know well enough in school and, and did enough activities. Uh, that it helps you get into college, and uh, once you got into college, you know you you stuck through whatever program you went through or, or chain program, but stuck through it and got your degree to get out and get a good job, and that's what it was about. Nowadays, you know, and and as time has sort of passed, really more than the past twenty years, but past twenty five years or so, give or take, it's it's less it's less about you having your degree in whatever job that you do, and more about well I guess there's twofold it's more about you know who you know and also your effort once you once you have that job um, regardless of what you do because I, I have several co-workers who don't have a degree in the field that they work in right now so I have several like you know and some success you know some are extremely successful um, I have a I have a cousin uh, uh, Flan who was on our show who did not go to college at all um and he has an, a successful real estate business, you know, and has been for a long time. So nowadays, man, I'm telling you, okay, yeah. So nowadays, I would say no to forcing them, but mm-hmm. I would probably 
heavily suggested because and and heavily suggest because of this and i learned this once i once i went to college when i when i was a kid i sort of lived uh, more of a sheltered life compared to to most other people you know i didn't have i didn't have cable for most of my childhood mostly because of me but you know what i'm saying so so but when i went off to school when i went off to college i was four and a half ish hours away from my family so I couldn't just like walk into the other room and talk to my parents or get some if yeah. I needed to. I had to learn to live on my own type of thing. And I think that and, and then, you know, had to learn to live with other people from all over the world, uh, interact with people, learn how to have my own daily routine and just do mm-hmm. life by myself without mom and dad, you know, right. having to reinforce on a daily. So I think for that aspect, yes, I would force them to go just because I want them to get out and learn and be yeah. without us what would you say yeah. uh for us no um but they uh on that aspect that you just mentioned as far as like getting out and uh interacting with different people in the world yes uh but at the you know at the same time i want my kids to to have a at least a plan or an idea of what they want to do by the at least by the time they get to 11th grade you know, I mean, of course, ideas and plans change all the time, but have some kind of little, little inkling of an idea of what they may want to do. Because once they graduate high school, um, they're going to have to do something because they can't stay in my house forever. You know? Yeah, you're right. Um, you're right. I mean, as of right now, I mean, my kids are both in like single digits. One's eight, one's six. Mm-hmm. They, they have a I guess an idea of what they want to be but like I said ideas always change especially at this age yeah um, oh yeah especially at this age so with that they definitely have to go to college with what they want to be but mm-hmm. you know like I said it, things change but they're going to have to have an idea of what they want to do because yeah true no uh no no uh people chilling on my couch at home true, not true, at all true. what yeah, if you nobody would be you, chilling on my couch either so. how would you feel if your kids wanted to go t- into the military you know man while well, i'm gonna say this man it's it would be tough because i mean we've already said this and i mean i'll say this all day long i highly respect any and everybody who has done that. I mean, your dad, your brother, you know, B-Rob, um, mm-hmm. Chuck. Chuck, yeah. Many other friends and family, you know, many other friends and family members that have done that with their life. Uh, and mm-hmm. that was their choice, obviously. And, and, and uh, you know, thankfully they, they learned. And I think, I, think, I think that's another place where you get and learn experiences. Um, you know, you see things and do things that you never would have done before. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, um, right. In many places in the world. So while I highly respect that, if they came to me with that, uh, in my, you know, I'm gonna say, this, in my heart and mind, that's not the path that I see for my kids. So if they mm-hmm. came that to me with that, you know, it would be it would be shocking and surprising. I would definitely support them, as you know, that's their decision to make with their life, especially at that age. You know, 18 or more you know that that's the that's the time you know where you may not be fully fully 
grown and mature, but you you are at the age where you should be start you should start making your own decisions. Well, I would be I would be sort of shocked and awed and would probably try to redirect, you know, with, with my son, with my son, with Jackson. If that's what he wants, he's gonna do it, and you can't really stop him. Um, with my daughter Savannah, uh, she, you know, she's an artist, she's a creative, so she could change her mind at the drop of a dime. Mm. <laughs> you know but yeah I'd be shocked but I mean I would support them it, it is what it is man I would I'd be hoping and praying every day that you know they came back safe all the time but right I have I have a lot of great friends who did that um, you know who were doing that so so right. it would be it would be cool um, you know but also yeah. it would be it would be sort of uh, sort of um, you know scary at the same time so what about you man? yeah yeah I know it'd be tough. I I'd, I'd probably support them as well. I know my like I, like you mentioned, my dad was in a Marine Corps, fought in Vietnam. Um, so he did not want any of his kids to go into any type of military or armed forces. Was that right? So yeah, no, not at all. Not experiencing the stuff he has. I mean, he's seventy years seventy years old right now and still has still struggles with PTSD. So, you know, it's a lot better than it was, but of course, at the same time, back in the day, it was very, very bad, you know, so that's, yeah. I think the main reason why he did not want any of his kids to, to go into the military. Um, I, for one, had considered joining the Marine Corps, but of course, my, mm -hmm. you know, my, my dad would have been extremely, extremely mad he was already very disappointed i guess at my brother's decision to go into the uh military to go into the to the navy you know turning down a, a football scholarship um yeah. to do that but where was you know, where was he where was his uh where was his scholarship to uh tuskegee okay so, wow really yes yeah, so, yeah i remember going with them i guess they had he had a visit you know just like a uh in high school mm -hmm. he had a i guess to go and visit the campus and stuff so the whole family went with them to do that but he turned that down to to go into the military so you know uh i don't know i i guess i i'd support my kids decision on on doing that i'd have to i guess um if they're gonna do it they're gonna do it um i just would hope they weigh all their options out see what's the mm -hmm. best fit for them i mean if they're just trying to figure it all out on their own you know yeah it's the military is not a not a bad option at all um i just know of course like during wartime there's no telling when that could actually pop off for any number of reasons you know of course you're always going to be concerned about your kids and you know of yeah. course about your your nation as well but yeah i mean when yeah. the time comes if they want to do it uh we'll talk and and see where their mind is at but yeah yeah uh, i um I, I would say yeah i mean i would say the same thing i would hope that you know they definitely weighed all their options and and they weren't just doing it uh what do you say just they weren't just doing it just to you know just on a whim i guess mm -hmm. it would definitely have to be something that they that they would have to 
deeply consider. So yeah, and I think I well, I was listening to B Rob's last episode when he was uh, interviewing a, a military friend of his, and uh, I think his friend had had wasn't doing too well in school, and then oh, that's that right? when they they uh, they actually joined the Marine Corps, like right after that. So yeah. like right after failing the test, like literally right after failing the test, just enlisted into the Marine Corps because they didn't think they were wow. gonna, you know, be uh, you know, do much of anything with the the grades they were getting. So yeah, yeah, wow, that's interesting. Interesting that they would do that. You know what I'm saying? I guess because that's not that sounds more of a more of a reactionary. You know what I'm saying? Than, yeah. Than, than not so that's crazy man that's wild but you, you do what you gotta do you know but I'm, I'm gonna yep. say this like I wonder what was that was that guy uh, was, had that guy considered the marines before uh I'm trying or to considered remember military before or he just like up and did it uh, uh, I'm not sure I think he I think he just up and did it uh or he probably I, I'm trying to remember the episode Cause I think he, from what I remember, he enlisted in it twice. And I guess if B Rob's listening to this episode, he'll confirm or deny. I think he was, yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, I think he had thought about it, and then, um, or he maybe saw the enlistment place. (sighs) I can't remember. I can't remember exactly his words, but I know he did it twice only because of like he had to go through like boot camp for medical reasons like twice uh, mm-hmm. but yeah I'm, I'm sure he, he had to have thought about it because I don't think it was just like spur of the moment I'm gonna do this yeah but yeah. you never know some people may do that as spur of the moment you know you're right man I forgot what movie, what, what movie was that uh, there was some movie back in the day uh, Renaissance Man with Danny DeVito mm-hmm. he taught like a class of soldiers uh, like an English class, and there was one guy in there that like heard and joined the 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 Marine Corps or the military after committing a crime, so he thought he could mm-hmm. kind of like get away. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it didn't work out so well. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I guess he got pretty far in there, and everybody was really impressed. Like all the, mm-hmm. you know, the people in command chain of command was really impressed with like his skills and his leadership Mm -hmm. stuff like that but then all of a sudden bam it came up that police were looking for him he committed some type of crime before he even enlisted so i'm curious to know i wonder how many people are actually in the military that have that just kind of like signed up and figured they could get away with a crime yeah I don't know, man. That's that's an interesting question. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Because I mean, I'm sure I'm sure in the past <laughs> it, it turns sort of crazy. I'm sure in the past you could probably be sort of sheltered from 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 you know any kind of any kind of jail time or whatever. But mm-hmm. I think in this day and age, I think in this day and age they may not let you get away with that kind of stuff. Oh so, man, yeah, like they, they would seek you out. They they'll pull like, you off the lineup. <laughs> uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I know when I was going to get my uh, my my uh, my clearance for for my job. I'm not gonna say what clearance it was for, but they had to clearance interview. Clearance. 
Yeah, we'll just say clearance, clearance. They had to interview like a ton of folks, mm-hmm. uh, do extensive background check, all that mess. Like, wow, they had people. They were interviewing people like all the way in like Atlanta and <laughs> and, and in Louisiana. Hold, hold on for a second, Jared. What do you need, son? Gotcha. What do you need to get to eat? You could have some fruit. Uh, can I, is it lunchtime? No, it's not lunchtime. You just ate breakfast, dude. <laughs> that talking, that, that doesn't work. You sure? Yeah, okay, close the door. I'll be, I'll be out soon in the Can session. I have some breakfast? You just ate cereal, dude. Can I have a breakfast bar? <laughs> Go get a breakfast bar, then. <laughs> ah, okay. Sorry about that. All right. So. Oh man, yeah, yeah. So they had to interview people all over the place. Was it? And they did they have to interview people all over the place for you specifically to get your yeah clearance? for for me for me specifically. They need to wow. check my background and all that stuff. So everybody, oh, every wow. friend I had listed, all my neighbors, mm-hmm. they had to interview. It's a uh, it's yeah. I mean, I got the clearance, but. Of course, like every so so many years, they gotta do that same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure it'll be coming up soon that I'll have to uh, go through the, the thing again. Yeah, that whole ordeal. That's wild, so. man. They had, they had to check on you, man. Make sure. Yeah. They was putting the right sure person I mean, in the right I, spot. So. I am who I say I am. Yeah. 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 Wow, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. <clears throat> Yeah, while wow. this this uh, discussion has has uh, you know gone a different direction than we thought, so at this Good. point, I like spontaneous you, conversation. Yeah, yeah, I like it too. I like it too. Um, and we ain't even talk about Caleb. Caleb talk about being a cougar. So, <laughs> man, Caleb, you go out there, get on that prowl. You know what I'm saying? You hop out, you go to that to that get bike rider bike show. Me. What you say? Get that bike meat. I say get get to that bike meat. Not that <laughs> meat. Say get that. Not not the get M-E-A-T. that bike meat. Not the not the M E A T meat, Kayla. I mean, even though you know, yeah. Anyway, get yeah. to that meat M E E T, <laughs> and maybe you'll meet a guy with some bike meat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Get that bike meat from the bike meat. There you go. That's it, man. That's it. Yep. But you know, you got you. You're the cougar. You got to be on the prowl. You know what I'm saying? You got to do your thing. Yeah. I mean, get it. then of course you. She drives the the cruisers, so she might meet. If she's a cougar she's driving a cruiser. She gonna meet one of them little, them little young guys who drive them little, little, uh, crash rockets. And uh, yeah, yeah, sport bikes. Hey. Be like a, you know, you can teach him some things. He can teach you some things. Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. You can say it was just my birthday. I need a birthday surprise. Yeah. Man. Zoom zoom. I don't know. Anyway. All right. Well, I know we're over an hour now, um, and I know we have more stuff to talk about. But I know you got some antsy people around you, so I yes. think that yes, the, yes, yes. most of the other stuff we can talk about, with the exception of one. Uh, we can we can leave we can leave one for our next week probably but most of the stuff we're gonna talk about 
we can talk about we can put in our love box so jay go ahead careless whisper let's hear it that was that wasn't that wasn't that was that was it it didn't start like it but but it ended like it so yeah hear that george michael coming in that george um michael coming in and yeah it's that time to tap your love box so Mm. (laughs) if you work with fat albert's sister and she out there pushing people around with her with her gut tap your love box you ever seen somebody weeble wobble down the street or in the store (laughs) specifically walmart to be exact tap your love box because i see it all the time seen that a lot if you are frustrated with your New York Giants because it seems like they're giving away all of their players, tap your love box. I ain't mad, but I'm mad. Best player on the team, OBJ, go get rid of him. For the Browns? Come on, man. The Browns? Come on. <laughs> Maybe you could turn it around. Never know. Uh, fellas. It's a lie. And our ladies. <laughs> If you remember the first time you ever ate the cat, <laughs> tap your love box. Should I even be mentioning yeah. this? I think my mom listens to this show. Yeah. Sometimes. Oh wait. What's up, Aunt Nanny? Um. Actually, I don't care. I'm a grown man, so yeah. <sighs> first time, tap your love box. Uh, maybe talking about cougars brought up some memories for you. Uh, uh, it's possible. Re- reminiscing yeah. on Freak Nick last week brought up some memories for you. <laughs> no man, well Freak Nick did bring up a lot, of, a lot of memories. I actually found like a couple of those videotapes that that I had. Yeah. I, I need to go and toss those somewhere. I'm probably I got a grill. I'm going to grill today, so maybe I'll toss it in the fires after <laughs> I grill. After I grill, so I don't like after you grill. mess up my meat. Yeah. Wow! 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 That's amazing. If you think it is, if you think it's hard and ironic, or not, what am I trying to say? Hard. Uh, if you think it's it's ridiculous and ironic that a lot of NBA fans were mad at Russell Westbrook for threatening a Utah Jazz fan, but not as mad at the Knicks owner for banning a fan for just telling him to sell the team tap your love box because I'm going to just say this the Knicks, the New York Knicks they're my childhood favorite team I grew up in Houston, yes, I claim the Rockets now, back then when I was a kid, I did not like the Rockets, I didn't care for Hakeem or Kenny Smith or Vernon Maxwell or, or Otis Thorpe, I didn't care about those guys, Ralph Sampson, who cares I was a Knicks fan, Patrick Ewing John Starks, they should have won that championship they played the Rockets. All that being said, since those days when Big Pat, John Starks, Latrell Spewell, all those guys left, you know, we we now, we, you know, the Knicks owner has just been horrible. The Knicks have been terrible. They've been one of the worst franchises over the past 20 years. 20 plus years they've been this bad. You know, can't make the playoffs or in the first round and that's about it for most of the time. Carmelo was there, you know, was supposed to be like their bright spot to bring him back. And I think he only brought them to the playoffs one time in his, you know, what, 
seven or nine years there. I can't remember how many years he was in New York. But their owner, everybody wants him to sell the team. Everybody does. Fans, people who aren't Knicks fans, people who hate the Knicks want him to sell the team just because he's that bad. And I'm sure he gets this cat call a lot of times at games. A fan yelled at him as this guy was walking back, you know, out of the arena. Yelled at him to sell the team. He turned around and told him he was going to ban him from any event at Madison Square Garden. The fans are the ones who pay your salary. The fans are the one who pays the player's salary. Mm-hmm. It's funny because New York, the state of New York actually pays the Knicks property taxes that the citizens of New York pay for Madison wow. Square Garden. They give them a wow. kickback. Like, I think it's like, I don't know, it's like 20 some million dollars, something like that every year. So really, you're going to kick this fan out for speaking his mind? They're all frustrated that you're horrible, you haven't made any good moves, and it seems like every year you're just trying to tank for the best pick possible. So, but, you know, the owners sort of rejoiced and, and followed and, and backed that guy, right? The other hand, Utah Jazz, Utah Jazz uh, fans, you know, are the worst. First, well, no, we won't say that. I'm not saying that. Not all of them are the worst. There, there's a lot that are good. My mother-in-law is a good fan. She doesn't like, you know, heckle people. My wife likes the jazz too. She doesn't heckle people. But I have, I have seen several, you know, overly belligerent people and people who weren't quite drunk yet try to heckle players from the upper deck and from the lower bowl. And this guy had been threatening Russell Westbrook, or, or maybe not threatening, but you know, had been, had been talking to him and saying some things to him that you know apparently crossed the line. Uh, when it comes to heckling, because these players hear it every day, right? They hear it every game uh, if they're out of town, sometimes in town. And Russell turned around and was like, you know, on my mama and everything I love, I'll come up there and I will, I will, uh, let's see what he said, on my mama and everything I love, I'll come up there and I'll beat you and your wife too something like that i can't remember what it is that but it was something like that so somebody when somebody drops that on my mama <laughs> or you know on whatever on everything mm-hmm. then you know they mean business and this guy must have must have stepped across the line and people were out you know up in arms about what russell westbrook but i'll tell you man i've heard people like yell like racist things semi-racist things uh you know things like comb your hair things like you know those cornrows are too tight. That's why you can't shoot. Like, stuff like that. It's sort of ridiculous. It's sort of ridiculous. Hmm. But I'll tell you this. I, w- I will say this. It's funny because this week, the Utah Jazz actually, um, they actually released a letter, uh, issued a statement to everybody, I guess, issued a letter. And I'm not going to read it in its entirety. But uh, let's see here. Where is it at? Where did I put it? Where did I put it? Uh, 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 uh. Basically, it said, you know, we don't condone, uh, we don't condone what the fan did. Um, you know, we don't condone what the fan did. Uh, uh, and and you know, in light of these recent events, um, we want to address the fan behavior and how to choose to express the passion we all have for the team. And whether you're online with social media or friends, whatever it is, you know, we want you to we want you to to love and support our team, but you gotta do it the right way. 
Um, and then we enforce, the Jazz strictly enforce the NBA's fan code of conduct with zero tolerance. We don't permit hate speech, racism, sexism, or homophobia. We also do not allow disruptive behavior, including bullying, foul or abusive language, or obscene gestures. Violators will be subject to ejection and other penalties, including a lifetime ban. And this Utah Jazz player, or fan, excuse me, was banned, by the way. Um, if you see or hear anything that violates these standards, please say something. Report any violators to the nearest guest services or security staff member. You can also use the arena text line uh, and an arena representative will respond to address the matter. Now, I'm going to say this to say that. So, say that to say this. The last game that I was at, I know there was a couple of guys that were heckling and being like pretty unruly. And all of a sudden, this lady who has to be, she has to be like 74 years old. She is the she is she was sort of like the portal guard, you know, the one who checks all your tickets, and she checks everyone's ticket who goes down, uh, uh, you know, to this section that we're in. So she walked down by herself, went and told these guys something, and got them up out of there. I don't know who told her something, I don't know what was said, but yeah, got them up out of there. And I was like, man, she's the seat Nazi, and my wife was trying to like, you know, quiet me down, but like she was for real, real. She was she was about that life. She wasn't trying to have these fools up in there. So for every, you know, so many fans like that, you know, there, there's some people there that will do something about it. And yeah, and, you know, I do support the guy getting a lifetime ban because the stuff that he said was sort of across the line. And, you know, and, and I do know that players, you know, also hear it every day. I know that they should have a little bit thicker skin, but, you know, everybody's temperament is different. And depending on the situation, depending on, uh, 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 you know, depending on, What's happening and shoot depending on how your day is gone if nothing else you know you might have a different reaction to each situation and that's what russell did so i don't know but wow. tap your love box if you support russ it's a long run love box wow. long box wow. long box long love box wow all right um if you go to a church where your pastor cast out oral sex demons tap <clears> your love box Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the, the 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 demons that are down in the private parts. Did you did you see this? The, the private parts demons. This? Oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> the private parts demons. He had, he had to spray it with some uh with some holy water. <laughs> spray the ladies' some nether hand. regions. I thought it was some water. hand sanitizer. <laughs> I think it was too. <laughs> to be honest, I think that's he what he bopped was. on the head. <laughs> he bopped on the head with his. <laughs> what did he hit her with? Uh, I don't know. I, it was either his microphone or his hand. I don't yeah. know. Ed Citronelli. That's great. Nice. Ed Citronella. Right. candles. Wow. Um, yeah, that's that's why I, I couldn't believe that. She was like, a demon came into my house and made me have oral sex with him. Like, no, no, no. That was that was uh, Leroy from around the corner. What you talking about? Um <laughs> Oh man, it, it preaches casting out sex demons. That's, that's crazy. Wow. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sorry. That that was funny. If you think it's ridiculous that Juicy Smollett is pleading not guilty to all 16 counts of the foolishness that he was convicted for, tap your love box. Cause come on, man, you did that. You orchestrated it. Now you don't want to take 
You don't take responsibility for your idiot actions? Come on, man. Come on. Maybe he maybe got a good excuse, man. You never know. Mm-hmm. He gonna have to have some kind of story, some kind of defense yeah, to, to, to plead not guilty. This is true. Very true. Yep. Interesting. Wow. If you've ever reminisced about your cheating glory days, tap your love box. Your <laughs> successful cheating glory days at that. Successful cheating. And if you remember back on those cheating glory days and remember a lot of misfires and th- times you were unsuccessful, tap your love box. Because I'm sure there's a lot of those out there as yeah. well. Lucky I never got. Caught. Never got caught, huh? Yeah. Never yeah. got caught. Came close, just didn't get caught. Yeah. If you live in the state of Louisiana and you got paid extra money on your tax return, tap your love box. But then also tap your love box if you do not plan to pay back that extra money to the state because they just realized they overpaid. Mm. Man. Mm-hmm. Man. Wow. My people, my people. Well, that's your that's your people's government. People's State government. government. They messed yeah. up. True. True that. True that. All right. If everybody's happy that James Gunn is back on the Guardians of the Galaxy job, tap your love box for my I movie am. folks out there. I am. I am too. He gonna have a good it's run, man. Suicide Squad, and so he's got DC and Marvel on this bill. Yep, yeah, he's doing it all, doing it all. Uh, tap your little box if uh, you want your town to elect a goat as its mayor, just like this town in Vermont did. Interesting. Well, I mean, I mean the mayor may 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 need a goat as a president. I mean, it's just. We got a goat as a meteorologist. I mean, we got a groundhog as a meteorologist. So, mm-hmm. it's probably just on the same level. Yeah. Absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely right. I believe so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, is he going to do a yay or nay? Bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nah. <My>. <laughs> people do mm-hmm. yeah. well all right. if you have nothing I, I, I'm, I'm I, yeah that may be all for me there's, there's more to talk about but I think it's a longer combo for next week so why don't you go ahead and tell them people where they can find us alright people Twitter, Instagram hashtag like all pods iTunes Stitcher, Google Play SoundCloud Anchor Spreaker YouTube you know where to hit us up and listen to us all these episodes email us topics to discuss hashtag blackoutpod at gmail.com send us a uh, voicemails 3853blakpc or 3853252572 if you want to talk to us you want to hear your voice on the radio or 
on the radio, on the on the internet, on the podcast. Radio. On the podcast. Do it there. If you are a serious gamer and you like stuff in a box every month, yes. bossboxes.shop where you could get a 10% off a boss box subscription when you put out Blackout 10 in the checkout. And since it's warming up outside, it feels pretty good. You might want to hit that grill up, heat it up, you know. Heat it uh, up. And even if you don't like to grill, you can still use this on the inside. Some hooks, rubs, and spices. Go to www.hooksrubs.business.spice. Get yourself some spices to put all over your meats and your veggies and your food and whatever. You could also hit up Etsy as well. Search for the Hooks Rubs Spices. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Indeed. Yes, indeed. Hit up that Hooks Rubs. Hooksrubs.business.site. Links to all the all the things, but just go to that Etsy.com and search for Hooks, Rubs, and Spices and get that spice in your life. And yeah, man, definitely stay tuned to Hooks Rub because eventually we'll upload this how-to video on how to make a, a yummy bacon or chorizo and jalapeno macaroni and cheese. Uh, and then we'll also be doing a giveaway, a very cool giveaway uh, with, with one of the partner companies uh, that we work with. So Sweet. it's an exciting thing. It's an exciting thing. Oh, one thing I forgot to talk about, man. Hey, you know, J-Lo's off the market, y'all. J-Lo's off the market. A-Rod went and locked that up. So if y'all was trying to get, you know, some of that fly girl, fly girl butt, like, it, it's not happening. A-Rod got him. Yeah, she's, she's worth something like $350 million. So you got to mm. be you got to be in that. You either got to have good game or you got to be in that et- echelon. Of, uh, of you know the rich and famous and A Rod, uh, I guess he got both. So, nice. congrats to them. Hope they make beautiful little Latino babies. So, uh, all right, that's all I got. I think, yeah, I think J Lo's might be closed for the baby factory. Yeah, she might be closed. So, whatever. Either way, if they did have a mm-hmm. baby though, I think yeah. it'd be like the prettiest little baby ever. Maybe they'll adopt some yeah. little African kids. That's Get probably what's going to happen. African accessories, you know. Yeah, that's, that's definitely what's going to happen. So, so yeah, you're right. Anyway, all right. I'm blacking out. Peace. All right. Blacking out. Latest.